Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. We are in Championship Week. I hope you made it to the fantasy championship. If you're listening to this and you're making waiver wire decisions for your fantasy championship, we congratulations. You made it all the way to the big dance. We're here now. One more game. One more game before you can hoist that fantasy football trophy. Let's get it. All right, let's get it. I'm excited for you guys. All right, so let's get right into the waiver wire pickups for this week. Uh, Dow Williams, just check if he's available. He's not available in most leagues, but he is available in about 40% of Yahoo leagues. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire left Sunday's game with a collarbone injury. Uh, He's awaiting an MRI on Monday to see what the potential implications are. So, uh, you know, Williams has to be rostered. He'll be a low-end RB2 uh, if CEH plays, you know, even if he plays. um, Because I can't imagine them giving him the full workload. uh, And he would be a solid RB1 if Clyde Edwards-Hilaire were to miss against the Bengals. Uh, Boston Scott will be next up. These two guys, uh, Daryl Williams and Boston Scott, are my two priority ads this week. Uh, Miles Sanders left Sunday's game with a fractured hand, and Jordan Howard left with a stinger. Uh, stingers are usually not concerning, but Howard missed six games a couple seasons ago with a neck injury that was originally deemed as a stinger. So, you know, if both guys are unavailable in Week 17, I think Scott would be like a solid to high-end RB2 uh, as their primary back against Washington. Uh, Dara Ogunbowale uh, played uh, pretty much an every down role with James James Robinson leaving the game early uh, with a torn Achilles, terrible injury. Um, so you know, despite you know, Car- Car- so Carlos Hi- Carlos Hyde was not active. He was placed on IR before this game. Um, so you know, Dara Ogunbowale can potentially uh, be that guy. Now the Patriots are a vulnerable defense. When it comes to defending running backs, uh, even so, even in a negative game script, which we would imagine that will be a negative game script, Ogunbowale can rack up some receptions. Um, the Patriots are the worst team against pass catching running backs, um, but there is a risk. There's a little bit of risk here, you know, given the Jaguars can switch this to a rotation next week, you know, which is why he's not like a must pickup because there is a little bit of risk here. Um, Kenneth Gainwell should be on our 
on our radars just in case both Miles Sanders and Jordan Howard both miss this week because Gainwell will get some run as the 1B to Scott. Uh, in a run-centric offense, Like I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up with RB2 numbers with some opportunity because we've seen both the 1A and the 1B in this offense get enough work. And he would be a solid flex in this situation, you know, given the fact that this will likely be a, you know, a um, positive game script uh, against Washington this week. Uh, and Jordan Howard, um, you know, there's always the chance that Jordan Howard's stinger isn't serious, you know, even though he's had a history with this injury being relatively more serious than when others get it. If he's good to go, he'd be the 1A in front of Scott, assuming that he's healthy enough to handle the load. I'd probably, the way that I would prioritize this is probably Scott, then maybe Howard, then Gainwell, if I need to make this decision, like today. Um, but pay attention to the news. I'll, I'll probably give some updates on my Instagram story at Upperhand Fantasy. Uh, Rex Burkhead, he was on the field for 62% of snaps, ended up with 22 carries and 2 targets against the Chargers. The Texans surprisingly had a handle on this game throughout, which allowed Burkhead to get all the carries that he did. Um, however, Burkhead you know, has been the clear lead in this backfield for several weeks now. I don't want to play him against the 49ers uh, in San Francisco in Week 17 with my fantasy championship on the line. I really don't. Uh, but the Texans' offense isn't good. They had a good week. Uh, but, you know, if you're desperate, you need a warm body to put in your flex spot who gets volume, I get it. All right, wide receiver pickups. Elijah Moore uh, is eligible to come off of IR this week. No word on whether he'll be activated or not, uh, but he'd be an instant wide receiver three at the very least if he's available. Um, Isaiah McKenzie uh, had a really good game this week. Cole Beasley, Cole Beasley missed, the, missed the game on Sunday due to COVID, and McKenzie took over for Beasley in the slot. He ran a route on 88% of Josh Allen's dropbacks uh, in a competitive game. You know, but this week it might not be as competitive against the Falcons. So he's not a slam dunk start this week if Beasley were to miss. Um, they are playing the Falcons this week. You know, it's a great matchup. I'm willing to roll the dice with McKenzie as a wide receiver three, but just keep in mind that Beasley can be eligible to play against Atlanta uh, given that his minimum 10 day time away from the team ends before this game. Uh, but since it's a minimum, Right? There's still a chance that Beasley misses this game. So just got to know the potential scenarios if you're depending on McKenzie. Uh, if Beasley p- plays, I wouldn't be put- putting McKenzie in my lineup. Gabriel Davis will miss the Week 17 matchup because of the timing of when he got COVID and the fact that he's unvaccinated. Uh, but Emmanuel Sanders will likely continue to be the primary outside receiver opposite Stefan Diggs regardless. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling has a shot to play in Week 17. He had a 100-yard game against Minnesota the first time around. That matchup continues to be a good one, so he's a boom-bust flex option this week if he's cleared. Uh, if not, Alan Lazard can be a boom-bust flex in his place, um, but, you know, I, I like MVS more, you know, if he's playing. It's not like Alan Lazard is a one-to-one, um, you know, replacement for MVS, but, you know, he can, he should be considered uh, if MVS were to miss again. Uh, Josh Palmer is a dec- is a good pickup this week. Mike Williams won't play in Week 17. Apparently, he's unvaccinated too. Now, Palmer would be the pickup here. He ran a route on every one of Justin Herbert's dropbacks except one on Sunday and led the team in targets. So, tough matchup against the Broncos this week, but he would still be a low-end wide receiver three start with upside in this game uh, with Williams out. KJ Osborne, um, you know, can get some run again. Adam Thielen seemed to re-aggravate his injuries on Sunday. So if he misses week 17, uh, Osborne is a viable boom-bust wide receiver, wide receiver three play against Green Bay. Uh, Kirk Cousins will likely have to throw a bit, you know, against the Packers, so Osborne could benefit from that. 
Uh, Rashad Bateman seems to have won the job over Sammy Watkins. He ran around 93% of dropbacks on Sunday. Uh, he would be an upside flex play this week against the Rams, and he's available in about 50% of leagues. Uh, some tight end pickups. More Ali Cox. Pay attention to Jack Doyle's knee and ankle injuries. If he can't go this week, uh, Ali Cox, he, he he should run enough routes to do his thing in a great matchup against the Raiders. Uh, he ran around on 71% of dropbacks on Saturday night. If you give me anything above 60% for more Ali Cox, I'm in. <laughs> this guy has talent as a pass catcher. Uh, Foster Moreau. Now, if Dan Waller continues to be out, uh, Moreau has a great matchup against Indy. He ran around on all but three dropbacks on Sunday. He'll be a solid fill-in. Uh, Gerald Everett's route participation went back up to 83% this week. He came through with a solid game, uh, and he would be a great streamer against the Lions this week. Um, you know, Kyle Pitts just went off. You know, I'm not comparing these two, but Kyle Pitts just did his thing this past week. Uh, Cole Komet continues to be targeted. He could have had a bigger Sunday if his end zone target was placed as well as the one Jimmy Graham got on the next play. Uh, but he ran around on 85% of dropbacks in Week 16. Um, so that's 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 pretty solid right there. And then he has a pretty good matchup against the Giants in Week 17. Some quarterback pickups for this week. Taysom Hill against Carolina. Justin Fields against the Giants. Uh, Tua at Tennessee. And Davis Mills at San Francisco. Uh, and then you also have Trey Lance as well, who should get the start for Jimmy G. Um, Seattle against Detroit is a decent defensive stream. Um, these, these are teams that are available in more than 50% of Yahoo leagues. Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Uh, Chicago uh, against the Giants. Uh, Tennessee against Miami. And Carolina at New Orleans. Uh, those are the matchups that I like this week. The, the defenses that you know I might consider if I'm looking for one in championship week. Um, I wish you guys the best of luck this week. You know, congrats, congratulations on making it all the way. There's just one more left. Let's make it all the way. Get, actually win the fantasy championship. Call yourself a champion this year. Um, good luck, guys. Uh, you know, you'll see me on my Instagram story this week giving updates at Upper Hand Fantasy. Um, so make sure you check me out there. But, you know, I'm going to come back on Thursday with the, the, the matchup preview podcast. So make sure you tune in for that. Uh, but until then, guys, good luck this week. Good luck getting the guys who you want in your waivers. Take it easy. See ya.